Welcome to Conversations with Grace, the podcast, the place where we delve into the processes and strategies that these entrepreneurs use to manifest success. You will get inspiration from these individuals who found their life purpose. What could be better than living your passion? Have a listen as they talk about their journey. Today I have a special guest. His name is Ken Lowe. He's an entrepreneur, a trainer and coach. He's the head of our mastermind group. So welcome, Ken. Hi, Grace. Thank you so much for having me here. Let's go back a few years. I just want to know a little bit about yourself, how you started this journey in the motivational field and all the changes you've gone through. So how did it all start for you? As you have introduced, uh, I'm an entrepreneur and you know, coach and trainer. So it all started probably like 21 years ago, back in 1999, mm-hmm. where I basically started my business with two of my schoolmates at the time. So we started by selling office furniture for companies in Singapore. And we have since evolved into providing state-of-the-art product and services for data center and command and control center. So it has been a long journey for us since 21 years ago and what we are doing right now. What's your main business now? What do you actually do? So uh, what we're actually doing right now is providing ergonomic environment for command and control room user. So for example, like um, air traffic control center, air traffic control tower, for example, like, you know, the oil and gas plant in maybe in Perth in Western Australia and ah. also in other countries. So we provide conducive environment for the critical facility operators so that they don't get fatigued so easily so that they are always uh, motivated and uh, able to function in that kind of a demanding environment. So we do all that. So what inspired you, first of all, to get into the motivational side of things? We obviously met through Train the Trainer online with Jack Canfield, who's America's number one success coach. How were you introduced to that industry? Right. I think for me, I'm always uh, fascinated by the self-help section <laughs> in the bookstore. So I first came to Malaysia also about close to 19 years ago. I'm a Singaporean, but I basically spent a lot of time in, in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, setting our regional office and running. So during my free time, I would like to go to the bookstore and, and somehow the self-help section draws my attention. So I think it's from there that I start to get to know more about personal development and professional development. And I think a lot of time it's also because when we are facing with struggle, challenges, whether in our businesses or in our personal life, we want to find an answer or a solution or how to. So I think that started my journey exploring books, audios, videos. And since then, I, I get to know Jack in 2015 from the Success Principle book. And I think I've been listening to that book for, I don't know, 50 to 80 times, maybe. Yeah, whether I'm running, whether I'm driving, and it does help a lot, getting through the challenges and coming out with good solution and action. I think that's how I kind of stumbled into this motivation, personal development kind of industry. What are the past or current projects you're working on especially the past ones, successful projects that you've worked on and what you did to get there? 
I would say over the last 20 years, uh, we have done quite a number of projects in the region. The uh, region actually includes all the Southeast Asian countries, uh, okay. China, and in Australia as well. Oh, so, wonderful. Yeah. So That's... I think one of the interesting projects I would say will be the biggest petroleum integrated complex in Malaysia. So it's a mega project. I, I think it's somewhere around 16 billion or something dollar you know, the national oil and gas company invested. So what we did is, you know, the interesting part is not just winning the project, it's the competition, you know, the designing, the manufacturing and the implementation of the whole project. The project lasts for like about three years. So to me, I'm happy and grateful that I have a great team that, you know, go through from the competition, the competing to implementation and happy customer. So that, that is one of the, I would say the signature project over the last 20 years. Of course, there are many more. And um, the current project that we are dealing with is uh, related to critical facility. One of them is actually the air traffic control that I mentioned just now. Why is it so critical? I think it's quite easy to understand. Air traffic controller basically take care of landing and taking off of airplanes, whether is it you know, the commercial one or the military one. So it's actually sometimes put them into a very intense environment. So yeah, we are very happy that we can actually provide some of that to them. And since you are from, you are from Melbourne, we have also recently implemented for Sydney Metro, the train command and control center. So we deliver the economic console furniture for them as well. And, and also in, in Melbourne, I visited one of the best company in, in Melbourne, Palace, uh, and I visited their facility in, in Melbourne that deal with the air traffic control business. And by the way, they are one of our customers as well in Australia. Yeah, so those are some of the past uh, command and control room projects that I've been working on and still working on. It sounds very complicated and detailed. You obviously have quite a high skill level in that area. (laughs) I think we learn along the way and and as we've been talking about a lot about skill development, sometimes it's when you need to deliver certain result or outcome, and uh, basically it's about picking up new skill, master it, so that you can you can deliver that kind of outcome, that kind of desired result that you want to deliver. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram at Grace underscore Chevelle. So let's get on to yourself as a trainer and coach. Obviously, you love training and coaching people. Yeah. What would you say would be your master school in that area of training and coaching? I would think it's about people skill. If I put it in a very layman <laughs> term. <laughs> Don't be shy. You can tell everybody how good you are, Ken. <laughs> I, I think people skill is something that I kind of inherited maybe from my mother. Oh. She's always the person who caring for other people, obviously for the family. And something that I learned from her when I was running my company is like, how should I treat my staff? Mm. What she told me was treat them well, take care of them, take care of their welfare, which she did when my dad was having a number of staff when they were working as a tailor. So I would see her always taking care of the, the staff, making meals for them and things like that. So it kind of shaped my leadership and management philosophy or, or style, which I think 
in a management context, it's the people-centric management instead of just the task-centric management. So I would say one of the skills that I have in coaching and training, it's really about people-centric. So it's always about how can I inspire them? How can I empower them? How can I make a difference to their life? So those are, I think, over time, I built on that skill set. As you would agree with me that uh, having just people skill might not be enough to be, no, a good, no, no. <laughs> be a good coach or a good, good speaker. So, so there are many, many other skills that I am learning and developing almost every day, I think. Yeah. It's probably why you have such a good team because you're, you. you're nurturing them. Nurturing, yeah. I think yeah. that's... That's a great word to use. Uh, yeah, and they're following a good example, so they're going to learn from you. I hope so. We're only as good as our team, aren't we, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me talk about, because I love books, and you love books too, as, as I can see your bookshelf there. What would you say would be your top two books that you have read in your lifetime? I think my top two books, the, the first one would be The 5am Club from Robin Sharma. I've been reading his book probably since uh, maybe 10, 20 years ago. You know, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I think that's one of the classic books that intriguing, interesting. So in 2018, uh, Robin came out with uh, The 5M Club, which is kind of a continuation from his The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And why I like it so much is really the daily intentional living type of habit that yes. we built into it. Because to me, uh, personal development and, and professional development, a lot of time fall short of just stopping at the concept or the principle. But how to take action and have the, have the desired outcome, to me, it's really the combination of the principle and the habit. So that's mm -hmm. why I would choose 5M Club as one of my all-time favorite until now. It's a good book. Yeah, a good I've got book. it here somewhere too. Yeah, it's behind you. And I think the second book I would choose will definitely be The Success Principle by Jack Canfield. Yeah. Jack has been phenomenal and it's a game changer for me, actually. As I say, back in 2015, when I first got in touch with this book, I must have listened to it like 50 to 80 times, mm. constantly. And the, the Taking 100% Responsibility for Your Life, uh, which was also in your podcast, yes. yep. principle that every one of us should embrace and act on it so yeah the success principle is is one of the greatest books that have influenced I, me inspired me yeah. i agree if people don't know what we're talking about it's jack canfield's the success principles yeah how to get from where you are to where you want to be yeah so that's the book there that's and right. the 5 a.m club by robin sharma and it's a great concept if you're getting up an hour, two hours before everybody else, you've got a head start, haven't you? Exactly. And, and basically, yeah. you set yourself up to, to face any kind of challenge yes. you, know, you, you will face in, in the daytime. Yeah. yeah. I hope you're enjoying Conversations with Grace. If you like, you can also listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success. It's a motivational step-by-step -step guide, taking you from where you are now to living the life of your dreams. So have a listen. Can you tell everybody about the hour of power? Sure. I'm fascinated by that, you know. <laughs> so I think the hour of power basically made up of three components. 
I think the first one is the exercise and move your body and stuff like that. And the second part is actually, um, you know, kind of like reflection, you know, doing some kind of meditation, journaling, writing your gratitude. And the last part is basically um, growing your, your knowledge, growing your wisdom by listening, reading, you know, to books, audio and videos. So these three main parts, if you put them all together, to me, in whatever sequence that you feel, feel like it, it really transforms your whole day. That's interesting for me. I've been practicing this for about 500 over days. And why I know it so clearly, because I, I'm practicing the journaling every day. So I've never looked back since then. And it's really, again, I like to use the word game changer. If we all practice the hour of power, or some people call it the victory hour, Robin Sharma called it his uh, 2020, 20, you know, move, reflect and yeah. grow. Yeah. They are similar thing, but individual of us can actually tailor to what fits us the best. Yeah. But this first hour in the morning, I can say is the most crucial one that set us up to, to live a daily intentional living, which is yeah. something that I am totally fascinated because I'm, I'm doing it and because I have so much benefit out of it. And so I recommend our advice to anybody that's listening to this, watching this, give it a shot, give it a try. Yeah, absolutely. Including the meditation as well. Because there's, yeah, there's meditation as well in that. And it basically clears your head, clears your mind, clears your whole being. You've exercised, you've meditated, you've journaled, you've read 20 minutes of a favorite book or something. You're set for the day and you're more likely to make better decisions, aren't you? Exactly. And, and there's one interesting question from uh, Brendan Bershaw that, yes. you know, interesting question that you ask yourself is, what is one thing that's going to stress me or trip me up today? So you imagine something that's going to stress you up. Yeah. And then you write it down and then you, the next question to answer is, so what would be, the, what would be your best self handle this stress or crisis so you you're basically prime yourself for you know handling something unforeseen that might pop up that's and right yeah. how best can it be if you are already you know getting ready for any unforeseen circumstances so all this add up together you know the morning routine becomes so important to to live a, i would say to live a fulfilled daily life and towards the goal that you you are going after that's right. Yeah, I think with the meditation too, if you know of something that's going to happen that day, maybe there's a meeting that might be difficult or there might be something that's going to be a little bit difficult to deal with, the meditating and visualising the end product being perfect. So you're visualising that that meeting is going to go really well. So it's already happened. Exactly. So, so I like to call my GAV, G for Germany, A for America, B for Veronica. So my GAV, I'll always do it after my meditation, my 10 minutes of meditation. And the GAV stands for my goal, my affirmation, and my visualization. So right after the meditation, I'll do that with my vision board and I'll start to, you know, uh, review my goal do my affirmation and start to visualize like what you say just now, whether is it a difficult task or is it a meeting or is it you know, something that I want to get done that day. Yes. So then it would kind of like 
uh, complete the small little segment of uh, you know reflection. I love the hour of power. That's great. Thanks for that explanation, Ken. I just want to go into obviously recent events with most of the world being in lockdown, some more than others. How has that affected you personally and also your business? What challenges have you found and what opportunities have you found out of that? I think personally, firstly, I think it's really working from home. It's kind of different from our normal lifestyle. So, um, I mean, Malaysia, we have been under the lockdown since 18th of March. So I'm, I can say I'm kind of like seasoned, uh, working from home a person right now. So I think personally, it's really adjusting to that quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, first thing first, I'd like to say is about self-care. You know, we need to be able to make sure that we accept the new routine or new reality and take care of our family in terms of safety, in terms of uh, their well-being and all that. So once our self-care and our family care is taken care of, then of course it's to branch off to the next pressing issue, which is the business. What I did is I, I quickly example my core team and then we start to talk about what is the new SOP for working from home and how can we reassure our people what we are going through because our company is also heavily impacted by COVID-19. We are not immune to this. I believe a lot of small and medium enterprises are impacted by this. Yeah. Uh, so again, I'm, I'm grateful that I have a good team. So we quickly examine the team and say, you know, so what is our purpose now? And our purpose is really to keep everybody in the company instead of start to think about laying off and all that. So with that in mind, and becoming resourceful and creative and finding new, new product, new services to sell. Because the exciting thing that I share with you just now, the command and control room, the furniture and, yeah. and everything, you know, the sales just went down because a lot of people is under lockdown and, yeah. and project in delay. So what we did is we really look into what is in need right now. Of course, you can see there are a lot of surgical masks, there are disinfectant spray and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but fortunately, we found something that is relevant to this crisis. In fact, it's a breakthrough technology from Hong Kong. It's like air sanitizer, but it's not the regular one. So we basically went into that and start promoting and distributing these particular things. But in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say to the entrepreneur is first, never give up. Secondly, is to be resourceful, to rally the team, to have open and clear communication to the team. You know, what are we expecting? How can we do it differently now? And of course, give the sense of confidence that you will get out of this stronger and stuff like that. So everything is done through video calls, you know, video conferencing and things like that. So yeah, it's a big impact. And back to the hour of power, I feel credit to that because with that, then I'll be able to have this strong mindset, health set, soul set and heart set, which Robin Sharma would like to say, to tackle all these challenging, pressing issues in the business, yeah. For information about the power of a vision board, you can now download my free ebook that I've created about how to make your vision board literally come to life. Just go to gracechevelle.com.au slash resources. Do you think a lot of good will come out of this? I think so, because working from home has its benefit. For me, I get to spend with my wife and my daughter yeah. all the time. Of course, we have our own thing to do and... You know, she has her own learning, home-based learning to do. And my wife loves to cook for us. So, you know, everything actually comes into a very nice stepping 
You've always got nice home cooking for you. <laughs> and I feel so blessed and you know, a lot of gratitude for that. And other opportunity, I think that we look at it, uh, if we talk about coaching and training, yeah. I think as, as we talk about in the mastermind group, it, it's really towards more towards the online training, more towards the virtual learning or webinar and stuff like that. So yeah. basically what we need to do is to improve our skill in terms of you know, the online method of delivering our message, our teaching and all that. So those, I think, are great opportunity out of this um, crisis. And also because of this, I must say it's not easy. The amount of stress that we are getting, it's a lot. But because of that, I think it propelled us to think out of the box, to push ourselves to find solutions. And it's really about stress plus some kind of rest and then equals to Bro, this is by another author from Peak Performance Book. So I, I really think the good thing out of this is we will all become stronger, more wisdom, more compassionate, more loving, more gratitude out of this crisis. I think life always finds a way. Yeah. And we as a human race always find a way to live differently or there's always new technologies coming out. We find a way, don't we? Yeah. So basically, the industry that you're in, once everything recovers, do you think there'll be any major changes, how you guys do things? I would think so. Firstly, I think my industry, in terms of the command and control room, it can easily take maybe, I don't know, six months to a couple of years to so-called recover back to the pre-COVID-19. So really for us, is to reinvent ourselves and look at the business as a whole so based on the current skill set that we have or the new skill set that we can acquire, what else can we do as a company? What is our core competency? It could be design and engineering. It could be uh, sales and marketing. It could be customizing certain solution for the customer. So we really need to reinvent our business to be able to survive yeah. you know, post-COVID. And again, like what we have mentioned just now, it's really about being resourceful and keep trying. If you would like more information about goal setting, you can listen to my other podcast, Your Road to Success, where I go into the steps to the power of goal setting and dividing your goals into small actions. This can be found in episodes six and seven. I think in future companies may have, not only companies, but people in general will have a contingency plan. Yeah. Place, just in case not necessarily this sort of thing, like an outbreak, but it could be anything. But to have a contingency plan in place that if for any reason things stop, they have their savings in place. People in general, if they lose their job, oh, I've got certain savings in place or they might have some other contingency plan. So I think it's made us think, be more grateful for what we have. Definitely a game changer, but I do think a lot of good will come out of it will definitely not so much think about all these material things that are not necessarily important. Family is important. Having a roof over your head is important. Okay, so Ken, what about you now? What are you doing at the moment? What's the main future goal you have for yourself? Right. I understand goal setting is one of your favourites. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love setting goals. Love them. So I think for me personally and for a lot of other people out there, the immediate goal that most of us have, I think, will be to, to handle the pressing issue that we are all facing. 
So I think one of the pressing issues for a lot of people right now, I'll say it's financial. So when I talk about financial, it's basically um, in a company context, you know, how, how do you make sure that you, you have a positive cash flow? How do you make sure that you have enough cash to survive for the next three to six months or even nine months? So it, for me, the, the very immediate short-term goal is to generate positive cash flow for my company. And like I mentioned just now, you know, some of the things that we put in place and really my try to really work towards that. So that is one of my immediate goal in terms of the business. My longer term goal, like for example, my one year goal is really to be a professional speaker, trainer, coach, to serve people, to inspire people, to empower people, to make a difference, you know, in people's life. So that is my, I would say my, my, my one year goal. And um, my longer term goal is really to master the craft. You know, to master the craft, to be a great professional trainer and coach in the personal and professional industry. And, and in fact, I have found a way to merit my passion into my business. When I say merit, basically, yes. it's a merger. Yeah, merger. I use what I've learned to, to coach and train my staff. I think that's kind of really fulfilling for me and I hope it's useful for them you know, that I conducted um, Jack's Success Principle Workshop. I do one-on-one coaching with them. So those will be my immediate goal and my, you know, year-long goal. And I think one of the great things about the Success Principles is that it actually binds itself to corporate individuals, could be a non-profit organisation. It actually applies to anybody Basically, anybody could read that book. Yeah, that's, that's why I think the success principle is so universal that we can apply to a, a teacher, a parent, a nurse, a lawyer, a scientist, everybody. Everybody wants to get from where they are to where they want to be. Follow me on my Facebook page at gracechevelle.liveyourpassion. Um, I think it's really about practicing the daily intentional living. I would like, you know, most of the people and audience to put that into practice and it's okay that if we don't get it right every single day you know just press on and and continue to install that habit of the morning routine and the evening routine and i like to say that i'm working on a book anyway so one of the the last chapter that i I just uh, recently coined the sub hater it's smile when it's time to say goodbye It's really, you know, the last day of our life, when we look back, we need to be able to answer to ourselves that we, we live a daily intentional life that it's with meaning and purpose and mm-hmm. we really add value to people so that you can really, you know, feel contented and, and you can really smile and know that there's, there's no regret. No, that's right. That's why it's so important to live a daily intentional life because our years of whether is it a success or achievement, is built up from our daily activities and our daily intention. So I think that would be something that I'm fascinated and something that I really love to share with a lot of people, my journey, the way I do it. And of course, I learn from you, I learn from our mastermind group, I learn from all the heroes and successful people that I think at least it makes some sense to me now. You know, it will be the way to... <laughs> 
to live a fruitful life or to live a life with fulfillment and you know life with meaning so yeah it's like the power of focus and live with intention so that at the end you have left a great legacy you've helped a lot of people you've inspired people and that's exactly what you wanted to do that's correct that's correct <laughs> thank you fantastic well thank you ken for joining me today it's been great very insightful and inspiring and i love your work thank you so much grace and i'm really grateful for what you're doing this conversation with grace and i think it's going to inspire a lot of people and a big shout out to your podcast i think everybody should go listen to your podcast it's really nicely done with professional audio uh, (laughs) and everything so check it out yeah one more question ken if anybody wants to contact you how do they do that i think right now it's still uh through my email (laughs) Uh, (laughs) as you know i'm still building up some channels so yeah you're on linkedin as well yeah i'm on linkedin as well yeah thank you so much and uh have a great day and i know you're going to make a lot of difference to people's lives Thanks, Ken. You've been listening to Conversations with Grace, the podcast. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another episode of Conversations with Grace, Journeys to Entrepreneurship. For more information, you can go to gracechevelle.com.au. Thank you so much for listening.